Logan, put this on just so you got freedom of the press right now. You can pretty well do yeah, what you want. It says Ultra 4 on it. Flat as a flitter. That's flitter, yeah. <laughs> Shout out to our sponsor, Austin Whelan, for providing that 110 Cracker Jack welder. Despite having a temperature of 81, like you seemed pretty healthy. <laughs> <laughs> and you never let the truth get in the way of a good story. story. And I mean, if you hear it on Checkers or Records, it's pretty well facts. <laughs> scared money don't make money. Three, I don't know. Should two, I move this over? One. Welcome back to another episode of Checkers or Wreckers podcast. And you're either watching on YouTube, on Spotify, on Apple Podcasts. But anyways, for people that aren't watching, let's introduce everybody back again, fresh off of a big loss, <laughs> giving up the belt after two defenses. Two. Dustin Henderson. Feeling a little bit naked this week, but... I got, uh, I'm feeling good about this one. I'm probably going to get it back. Oh, yeah. Oh, dang. Far left with the most beautiful beard, maybe in podcasting history, bringing him back for another episode, Logan Brazina. Hello. Hello. My beard is here. English accent, huh? Yeah, yeah, just for the beginning. Okay. That's it. <laughs> and then finally, the man, the myth, the legend, the man that people see but don't know, Manny Fresh in the studios. Yee yee. He's probably the most famous one of us all. Nah, quit that. Guaranteed. His, his followers are going up. By worldwide. <laughs> Manny, got, Manny Fresh got followers worldwide. Literally. Literally, because he can speak multiple languages. Whenever we went to Mexico we on that trip, dude, more people knew him down there than knew us whenever we showed up. Sometimes you just got it like I that. Think they, I think they were just confused. I don't, <laughs> know if it, I don't know if it's because he spoke the language and knew uh, the lifestyle down there or what. Mm-hmm. Or maybe when he started doing that uh, cha-cha Slide thing during the party night. <laughs> he does. He he does got that swag about him. Man, makes I'm a little bit jealous. To be honest with you. <laughs> I forgot. We also got Squirt back here, crammed back in my lumbar, <laughs> keeping with good posture. Squirt barely look peeking out. Look up at the camera, Squirt. You see? Yep. Yep. Got her butthole on that armchair rest. Yeah. <laughs> so for tonight, we're gonna talk about King of the Hammers. But oh, ho ho ho! You hear me fumbling and mumbling with that? Can you I just did. tell people? Can you just tell them? Yep, this week we're going to discuss King of the Hammers. Probably the mm. wildest race of the year. For sure, craziest. Rocks, desert. Being Lack a, of sleep. You basically uh, build a car and be prepared to take it to the scrapyard after King of the Hammers. <laughs> it's like, it's the shortest race, but it requires the most amount of prep and work and everything. Like, more than any other race all year long. Literally, that's got to be the case because we build a car, a single car, for just that race fully built race car like best in the desert legal score legal chassis fuel cell and we're literally only running at king of the hammers yeah i can't really use it it. for anything else that's it and it's a lot of work and it takes the whole year to get it prepped again for that race again does it take the whole year or just gets put in the corner we're gonna try not to make it take the whole year (laughs) (laughs) it's not supposed to take it but it gets put in the corner after king of the hammers maybe gets put in the corner yes and not touched until (laughs) january the next year yeah nobody wants to look at it because it's going to take so much work to get it back right Mm. man it's it's a big undertaking for sure koh that's a lot of work All, all the way around like not just at the start building the car but up up to race day like all the prep Pre-running? Yeah, all that stuff, man. We got hours and hours and hours. Pre-running did not was definitely a little dicey this year. Did not go super smooth. There's a few times me and DH. I'm just glad we didn't have audio in the car. Like what? Like what, for instance? Um, Like whenever you would get us off track and I would get so <laughs> freaking mad about it. I know. It was confusing. I'd make Dude, him it, hold the iPad up and let me look <clears> at it <throat> to see how we got off track. And 
it would happen so fast sometimes and like dude I, I would be i was getting so frustrated i know he was too but i'm like man why i was like i gotta freaking get it together why can't i freaking get this and it wasn't until talking to other racers and other co-drivers because i was trying to explain to dj i was like i'm trying my best i'm not doing anything different <laughs> than i did than i've done in the 50 other races we raced together i was like i don't know it's something exclusive to this he asked cody taylor and he asked bo judge and they're like yeah dude like we can't stay on track at all like the course is like so hard to to navigate and one second you're on track and the next second you're 30 foot off this way or like the turns aren't really they're kind of a little bit confusing where you're supposed to turn but really you're going straight yeah and it wasn't until then that both of us are like we're like all right we're not the only ones struggling with it but what's crazy about like racing out in johnson valley dude is when you go out there it's also a riding and recreational area so there's a thousand different lines that you can go out there so like we would hit a split in the road like when we're just ripping across the desert and dustin's like all right go go uh, go straight right here and i'm like okay all right um, if you'll look up with me you'll notice that there's three straights right here the first straight goes right and then the other straight goes semi right, and then the other straight goes left. So, but what he's also not telling you is that whenever I'm not looking at the GPS, he's like, "Make sure you're looking at the GPS and not at the track." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. Oh man, it's tough. It, it's deceiving, man. It, it's some of them will curve together, some of them will take their own routes. You know, mm -hmm. it. it you just got to pick and choose, flip yeah. a coin, I guess. And I'm always guilty whenever we're racing. I'm like, I want to know what overall heading is. Because like you said, like if they start veering right um, and he's like, all right, go straight. I'm like, well, like where are we ending up at the end of this long straightaway? Because right. if we're going to end up to the right, I'm fixing to take one of these that kind of veer to the that right. cuts a little bit. Shaves yeah. a little bit yeah. of the track off, I mean, which mm -hmm. I think it's is a line. fair game. Yeah, right. it's a fair game. It's a line. And so I'm like, oh, man, should I take this kind of right one? And I'll always take the, that one. And he's like, all right, 90 degree left. I'm like, bro, <laughs> tell me there was a 90 degree at the end of the I straight. was out there. We were doing the same thing. I was like, man, it looks straight. Uh, it We're looking ahead. It looks straight. And let's go. And we start going. Then all of a sudden, the blue line just takes off towards the right, mm -hmm. to the left or to the right. And you're going straight. I know something's so. wrong when he gets real quiet and stops making calls. And I can see his helmet going up and down, up and down. <laughs> Trying to figure it out on the fly. Oh, man. Literally the day. I, we was doing the same thing right behind y'all. The day I brought y'all parts um, over there by Chocolate Thunder, and we left there. It What did you have to bring his parts for? Well, because y'all were pre-running, and that's why. <laughs> and they're all raggedy the, the race hadn't even started yet. Because yeah. we pre-run at race pace. <laughs> yes. But, it. I mean, it wasn't two seconds after I left y'all, and I heard D on the radio, all right, uh, go straight right here, go straight. And then you got on the radio, like, are you sure you go straight? And he's like, yeah, you know what? I don't know. I literally don't know. And I was just we like, heard listening that. to y'all laughing. We did hear on the radio. that. That's how it was. But no, there wasn't no laughing going on. No, I was like, laughing. Oh. Like, it was, it was like stressful mode. Like, we got to get this done. We can't afford to be making no wrong turns. We got to be on the track. But backing up, yes, you did have to uh, bring us some parts out one day uh, while we were pre running. And you came. In the media defender, yeah, something I probably shouldn't have come in. Yeah, and you had you had an option to take like I don't know the bypass route to get to us or the race course. Yeah, you, you said you can go the spectator route or get on the course, and I was like, well, pff, I didn't come out here not to get on the course, so let's get on the course. <laughs> Brother, why you had his head down coming up that hill? <laughs> <laughs> no, the course was like this. The race course was like this, and just rocks everywhere in the front ends, hopping like this. Uh, or you could have took the easy route that just kind of was like gradual. No, nah, bro. He had in his mind he was racing King of the Hammers in the media defender. Oh, yeah. Yeah. 
I mean, who's not going to get on the course? I had to cut the flag down, too, and get on the course. Oh, but man. But it was, I mean, you take a 150-foot stretch or you take a 400-yard stretch around the hill. I'm not going around the hill. So Let's, hit the race course. Yeah, hit the race course and the defender. I at 32s. I, yeah, I appreciate what you did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Made it. Got the parts. Kept going. Mm. It made it back to the pits, too. We staged up for qualifying, like, uh, I don't know, a couple days uh, a couple days into King of the Hammers. It was like the first group early in the morning. And so they like kind of set the tempo of what the race is going to be, what qualifying is going to be like. And, and for sure, everybody gets rowdy and the nerves are fired up for qualifying because, like, that sets where you're going to start for King of the Hammers. Did y'all see that dude go full Dennis Anderson monster jam in the staging area in that side-by-side? Were y'all out there yet? No, I don't think we're I saw that. We're in the tent. Oh, my geez. I heard about it. I yeah, heard about it. Afterwards, I think Manny told me about it, or somebody. I, this is the did. first I'm hearing about. This. Really? Yeah. I'll freaking tell you about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So on, like, thanks. we're standing in the stage and just hanging out, looking at everybody's cars, kind of talking to everybody, and like, nerves is going, dude. And so we're like fist bumping and, and saying what's up to everybody, bro. And you hear a car go whiskey right, like so. Staging is a long line, then you just turn right and you're on the track. So right. you take a right, then you take a right, and you start your qualifying lap. So you're just waiting on one person to go at a time. And so we're just sitting around there chatting, uh, bro. And you hear a car go to the moon, freaking on the chip. <laughs> And you look up, there's a dude done shot his car up the guardrails. He literally had to make one right turn, shot his car up the guardrails, ended up hitting the side of one of the trucks, spun around, and landed on its lid. In staging, staging for qualifying, this dude's got it on the roof. The biggest question is, (laughs) did they start his lap time yet? Yes, it immediately started. (laughs) He had to get it flipped over and go. Yeah, he got a DNF. (laughs) So we ran over there, like trying to check on this dude. Um and like he climbs out of the car, you know when you're a little kid, dude, and you like you get hurt, but you don't like you crash out, but you don't really get hurt, but you want everybody to feel sorry for you, so you're like holding your arm, like oh, oh man, yeah, that yeah. was bad, but you know <laughs> you just kind of look around, like God, I feel like an idiot for crashing my bike right here. You know when you do that pedal pump, or you like swinging it side by side, and one of your pedals hits the concrete, yep, and you just go over the bars. And you try to play it off by your hurt, like you oh, need yeah. some help. Call mama. I'm down. I'm down. I'm down. That's what the dude crawled out of the car. He was holding his leg, like shaking his ankle, like it done stomp the gas through the ground. <laughs> through the ground. <laughs> trying to yeah, trying to take uh, focus away from what actually just happened. Yes, and on to like, oh man, y'all check on me. I need some help. Yeah. So man, poor dude climbed out of the car, and the first thing you said, man, I don't know. The throttle stuck, dude. Like I don't know what happened. And so it was a Can-Am X3. And if you don't know, an X3 is fly-by-wire. Oh, I know. So physically impossible? Correct. Yeah, it ain't like he had an old dirty throttle cable in this thing that hung and stuck the carburetor (laughs) carburetor wide open. Oh, man. And so he kept saying, like, I don't know, man, maybe it's the tune in the car. It's just throttle got stuck, man. Oh, he was projecting. Went Dennis Anderson over the guardrails. He was pulling pulling a Dale. (laughs) (laughs) I remember it had to be last year. But there was one car that flipped during during qualifying, like on the lap, mm-hmm. like oh, a, yeah. up there yeah. by the arch or something. Yep. And like totaled his car. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah, right. He come tumbling down, and like that was bad enough, like because he was the only car that did it all qualifying. And it's kind of like, man, you don't want to be that guy that that crashes out during qualifying. But if you crash out in qualifying <laughs> staging, <laughs> before you start your lap. Oh my god! Man, that takes it to a whole nother level. You did something, <laughs> bro. If nothing else, everybody's going to remember him from qualifying, is what I say. Well, uh, let's let's go on. Uh, just name drop him. Who was he? Who was he again? I, I, this first time I've heard about. Dude, him, so I, actually, I, I literally know. can't. I don't mean his co-driver talked. He was cool, man. Super nice guy, but poor guy got the whiskey throttle, panic rev. 
I think that's what Quinn calls it is panic rev right there in staging, <laughs> sent that car to the moon. Yeah, before mm. it even starts. Man. That's, and so that's it. You don't get to finished. do it again, right? No, uh, no, he did. They, we, we, he got his car flipped back over and then like put him back in the pack a little bit and like let him calm down. And he went back out there and qualified. So he didn't actually make it to the start line of qualifying. He was turning right to pull up to the line. Bro, what a and he hit one of like the KOH trucks. Yeah, it was like an Ultra Four, one of those uh, uh, half ton Dodges, like full yeah. wrap, and just ran up the side of it. <laughs> Dude, My could you goodness. imagine? Could you imagine if that was you? No, I no. can't. <laughs> No. I'd have got out kicking yeah, my That's car. it. I'm going home. I'd be mortified. <laughs> Dude was cool about it. Like, he played it off, man, got in his car, and he went and ran his qualifying lap. Did a full qualifying lap. Like, no big deal. I saw him at the race. He, he ended up, you know, staging up and racing the next day. So Good for him. I can appreciate him for pushing forward, persevering. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You would say. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but, man, that's a tough way to start King of the Hammers. That's for sure. Yeah, definitely ain't the ideal way that you want to start off the festivities. Mm-mm. 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 Mm. Bro, I'm going to tell you right now what we need to invest in next. Class 11 buggies. Oh, yes. The, oh, no man. buggies, just bugs. Oh, man. Them things was getting it. Did you see their start? Yes. Like there's an Instagram video of that? Yes. It was. It's, it's insane. Maybe live engine land rush start for yeah. the class 11s. Yeah, it was, it was pretty gnarly. I'll do that. Dude, I was telling uh, Benton about it because I told you he bought an old bug and, yeah. and wants to like uh, restore it. I was telling him about this race. I was like, man, you should have seen the Class 11 race. He's like, oh, trust me. I saw it. He said, I've been following him for six years. He said, he said that's why I bought this thing because I'm building it f- uh, to be a Class 11 buggy, and I'm, oh. I'm going to race it. I was Are like, you serious? Yes, dude, 100%. He knew what it was? Yes. Yeah. That's he, knew, he knew everything about it and was like name dropping some guy's names and car oh, numbers. Like, So, like, Ben is one of our buddies from, from college. I, it's is he? Oh yeah, he is. He that is, is him wall. in the. That yeah. is him in the <laughs> poster up here. That's him right there. Is he mechanically inclined like that? Like, does would he know how to build and set a car and get it running, or or he's just like, I want to try it. Like, I'm I'm in for it. If if you met him and know him, you would say no. He is not mechanically inclined because he's kind of a little bit goofy, like super cool guy, but <laughs> but real goofy. But yes, he he's a crew chief uh, in the military uh, and he works on uh, F-15 fighter jets. So. Mm-hmm. I would imagine. So maybe kind yeah. of the same yeah, thing. Yeah, you got you to be I mean, kind of uh, uh, mechanically inclined to, Dude, I'll be honest, to have that job. I'll be honest with you. I can see the appeal of it. Like when you watch those guys, it's like uh, racing wheelchairs. You know what I mean? Like you can't get going too fast or a little hard to control. They don't have no travel. It don't make no sense. And it's always a battle. Don't make no sense. When they were do- when they jacked them cars up in the pit crew challenge, I mean, it literally went up two inches and was off the ground. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't like they weren't jumping that tabletop. <laughs> them dudes were sending yeah, I know. It. That's why it don't make no sense. And they don't just fall apart. They keep going. Just flat foot all the way around the track. It, it kind of puts everybody on like an even mm-hmm. playing field, right? Oh, yeah. Because like, I imagine there's only so many things you can do to soup one of them things up. You would think. <laughs> you know That's it. major skills to win in one of those things. I know. That or look to make it through. I think it would be fun to do that, though. Man, in all of your spare time when you're not prepping race cars, you think you build a class 11? I mean, it can't be that hard, right? Some paint, <laughs> wheels and tires. Those look mostly stock to me. You know, I've built, I've rebuilt a bug motor before, so that should be no problem. Then you say that's the first motor that you ever built? Yeah. Did it ever run? It did. It did run. How long did it run? Yeah. Uh, Was it like a warranty killer motor build or was it like? (laughs) (laughs) Pretty sure it's still going down the road. Was it like a zero to a hundred and then rot out the block? Nah. Them things are good. They split right down the middle. Just open it in half. Mm -hmm. Put it back together. Super glued. Mm, WD-40 and duct tape, get it back going. Yeah. RVT everywhere. Yeah. 
Yeah, them, them things don't make enough power to tear nothing up, I don't think. Do they even have, um, like, roll cages inside of them? I don't I know. I didn't even see that. And they have real opening doors because they were slamming the doors in the picker challenge. Oh, yeah, that was funny. <laughs> How they made them uh, start inside. Yeah, and yes, jump inside that was, and all that. Was, that was sweet. I would steal Duke's hazard. Even if it had opening doors, we we gotta we gotta make a, you gotta climb in and out of yeah. ours. When we build our class eleven, you can't open doors in that. You weld the door shut. Even though they work, they're gonna work. We're not welding. We're them not shut. gonna use them. We're not gonna jumping in and out. Just out of principle, just to let them know, like we're Duke's a hazard around here. Slide right. across the hood, bow bow and Luke style. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what's crazy to me is uh, like a, a couple of days into King of Hammers, like they were super safe out there. Like we had to take negative COVID tests. In advance, bring our paperwork with us. Yeah. Or if you didn't have that stuff matching, like, all your ID and stuff, they would give you a COVID test out there. Mm-hmm. Literally before you could come on the property, you could not pass the entrance of that gate without having a, uh, a negative COVID test. And, like, coming in and out every single day, you had to have your paperwork and you had to take your temperature. And, like, dude, it's crazy how careful they were and how, how safe everybody was. Well, like, four or five days into King of the Hammers, a news crew sh- showed up. It was like two big news stations and like barged through the gates. And um, like I was asking one of the one of the guys that was just working there, like, dude, what on earth did they not bring their COVID test? Did they not have to take one before they came in? There's a freedom of the press that you literally can, I guess, do whatever you want. And like they just barged through the gate without abiding by those rules, dude, and just came freaking in. Yeah. Almost seems a little bit um, hypocritic, don't it? Yeah, uh-huh. you know Absolutely. what I mean. How come yeah. they didn't have to prove that they weren't sick? Right, definitely wanted you to prove that you weren't sick, but they just barged right in. And if that's the case, I'm just going to get me a uh, press vest, just a media vest. <laughs> you, can, you can go wherever you want. And oh, free, freedom of the press, piece of paper. Yeah, I got freedom of the press, so I'm going to go in here and watch this race. Sorry, y'all. Yeah, freedom of the press. Suck it. Mm. Josh ain't got to pay no more fees, no more nothing, man. Just put your vest on, go in. Yeah. But, yeah, you're right, DJ. Literally, every time you go in and out, like, they were taking temperature. Logan, put it on. I mean, uh, Quinn, put it on the table. Watch out, y'all. Logan, put this on just so you got freedom of the press right now. You can pretty well do what you want. I'm going to over-talk everybody. Oh, it even says says Ultra 4 on it. (laughs) Sure does. We did not get this. What was this for? Oh, my God. This golden ticket. Dude, this was from two years ago, King of the Hammers. Yeah. This was when Quentin decided he was going to be a media guy with a rental car and went everywhere on the course. Matter of fact, freedom I of the found press. Freedom of the press, you can yeah, do that. I found Quentin going to a pit, behind through some whoops. And I was like, hey, bro, over here. Just by himself? By himself, behind across a lake bed. Bro, and that's no exaggeration. This was like two years ago, uh, Quentin got this vest and he s- borrowed it. Uh, Quote, unquote. Yeah. Borrowed it from one of Casey Curry's media guys, I think. And so he had a rental. He came out there and met us. And so the only reason I I know that he met us in the desert is me and Dustin were in the middle of racing King of the Hammers. Well, in the, uh, that's disgusting, in the desert section. And we come around a corner, like full freaking tilt, getting it. And Quinn's got a camera in his hand, maybe a cell phone, (laughs) running down the side of the track, trying to get like a slider shot of us come blazing by in this media vest, bro. And he's just waving, freaking getting it, running down the track. Do you remember that? No, I don't remember that. It's when we came out of that section, like coming back into um, Hammertown, where it like switches back and forth, and we're running through that super narrow squash. We pop out and turn right, Mm -hmm, turn mm -hmm. left, and then we hit like a little straightaway. Cuz was out there, a brand new Tahoe rental parked out in the middle beside the race course and he's just as hard as he can down the race course trying to hold his cell phone just trying to get that shot I think that one ended up making it in divisions victories Quentin shot made it 
Yeah. Did yeah, it? Y'all gave me a camera. I had one of Josh's like official cameras. Cause I was mm. on a rock and I was eating Twinkies or something. Like I had pop tarts and shit. Just listening for motors. I was listening for cars to go. <laughs> 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 when I saw the rental, it was not brand new. Oh, no, sir. There wasn't any front air dam on no, it. No, the air dam was, was well, all scraped. I mean, pretty well air dam is a given. There's not a rental that yeah. we've ever had that kept the air Gone. dam on it. You're right. And he was like, I pulled up next to him. He was like, he didn't say, hey, how far are they? How are they doing in the race? Nothing. I think his his quote was, you ready to race these things? <laughs> I was like, no, bro. Talking about the rental? Him? Yeah. Because <laughs> we were to do I his was own in race. my rental um, headed to the pits. Mm-hmm. Man, what else are you supposed to do when you're at a race event? I mean, we did, and we, you got a vehicle. We raced right after that. Those yeah, poor things. There, I don't know. I don't know a rental that is safe around us. Mm-hmm. So we we rented one. Matter of fact, we went out to River Run one weekend. We're just out riding around. We had put a, a Yeti in the back, and we decided we were going to ride out to Bikini Beach, which is that really remote little spot. Like you have to make your way <clears> through <throat> the woods, and sometimes it's tough on a side by side. Well, on the on the run there, there was one of those high lines with those uh, those cross washes, like the uh, drainage washes. You know what I'm talking about? Like mm-hmm. every fifty yards, there'll be a little roller. Mm-hmm. Well, you hit the first couple, like 15, 20 miles an hour. You're like, dang, this this freaking uh, expedition. Shout out to Ford. We'll handle these jumps. <laughs> like, it jumps good. So we started picking up the pace. And the last one, right before we went in the woods, obviously, we picked up the most speed when we hit that. Hit it so hard, shocks bottomed out, full compression, ice chest pinned to the floor. When it came off, it shot the ice chest so hard, it dented the roof from the inside. <laughs> oh, my God. Dented the roof oh from the inside whenever it hit the roof. And so we got out looking on the top of the car, and there was a corner of the Yeti chest had pushed up a corner of the roof. It wow. hit so hard. You know, the good thing about that is it being on the roof like that, like, you know, they don't they don't inspect that when you bring it back. Yeah, but, I mean, just in case they do, you got to do an atomic butt drop on <laughs> <laughs> butt drop to flatten it back oh out. Oh my god! So right there at, uh, in the middle of the woods, we did a little bit of body work that night. Got the rental straightened back. Mm. <laughs> why did, why didn't you get the pre runner package? Huh? Mint condition. Yeah, like right? it's never been yeah. used. Yeah, just next time get the pre runner package. Mm-hmm. Oh no, they come all with pre runner. Oh, pack- yeah, all, all. I don't know if you know this, but all rentals come with pre runner. Come standard. <laughs> yeah, it's standard equipment yes. with this group. Definitely, it's just what comes with it. It's the pre runner and the peel out package standard. Factory peel out package. Yeah, mm-hmm. standard. I remember the story, but I don't remember. I don't think I was involved. No, because it was me, uh, Stephen Rigsby, uh, uh, Johnson Nisbet, and a couple of those guys went out there. We ended up putting because we tore the front air dam off was what made me think of it. Uh, trying to hit jumps because we thought it was funny, obviously, and started filming the jumps. We ended up nosing it down and tearing the air dam off of it. But like, there's like two sections. There's like the little plastic black air dam, yep, yep. and then there's a section that the fog lights are behind. Yeah, the painted mm. stuff. Yeah. And then there's the metal bumper at the top. Well, it hooked it and pulled the fog light section and the air dam off. And so we ended up getting back to the shop, dude. It was probably three in the morning, and me and Steven took wood screws, mm. like lag bolts, dude, and screwed that thing back to up, screwed the air dam and that fog lamp section back onto that thing. Just real crudely fastened it back to the... Oh, uh, no, it looked... Dude, you couldn't even tell. Oh, really? yeah. Oh, yeah. They didn't even ask us no questions when we brought <laughs> it back. They asked us how it got dirty, but that's it. Well, dang. And I was just like, man, just don't get on your tiptoes and look at that roof. <laughs> You'll see two dents, one coming out and one going in. Oh, my God. <laughs> mm. Mm. So back to... Back to KOH and talking about, like, the news stations and stuff. Like, they did do a really good job, like, being safe and trying to keep everybody um, separated and stuff. Like, taking your temperature uh, every time you came in the park. They took your temperature one time 
and it was 81 degrees. <laughs> and he said, you're good. Yeah, he said, you're good. Wasn't even a red flag to nobody. <laughs> and, and DJ was like, wait, 81 degrees? Like, <laughs> am should? I dying? Yeah, I should be dead. Somebody that's got <laughs> the most medical experience uh, here, Logan, what would happen if his temperature was really 81 degrees? I mean, he'd be hypothermic if I'm, if I'm not mistaken dead? on the term. I wouldn't say dead, but he'd definitely be dying. If I was he, 81 he wouldn't be driving. Yeah, I wouldn't be coming, <laughs> yeah. driving in the king. If I was 81 degrees body temperature, I wouldn't be dead? No, I don't think you so. Would have I don't to think you'd be dead, but you'd be definitely. We might need to phone like, a friend on this one. Yeah, how much? My wife right now. How much medical experience do you actually? <laughs> Not that much. <laughs> I thought I mean, you get so. hypothermic when you get to like ninety-two or something. Well, then yeah, you'd still be hypothermic. <laughs> and then you <laughs> die at eighty-one. Yeah, or at least eighty. <laughs> but what was weird to me was that. Despite having a temperature of 81, like, you seemed pretty healthy. <laughs> <laughs> that something seems way off, but he was casual about it. He was like, well, it's definitely not high, so keep on going through yeah, it. Yeah, you're good. Yeah. Get up out of here, he said. <laughs> we don't Hypothermia occurs at 95 degrees Fahrenheit. 95? That's oh, what so, I'm saying. Yeah, so yeah. Yeah. It's a popsicle. Yeah, so I was... <laughs> I was meat freezer cold. Well, no, you weren't. You weren't freezing yet. But I mean, I fe- I'll be honest with you. I felt a little chilly in the truck. <laughs> <laughs> it was cold. Yeah, it was, it was cold. It was cold outside, and he had the AC on. I already know you had the AC vent blowing right at your forehead. Yeah, but I had the seat heaters on. Yeah, so you're still warm. Yeah, but it's not your forehead. It evens out. Eighty one yeah, is pretty exactly. hot though. Like, imagine if it was eighty one outside or in your house. Like, I'd be sweating. I'd love it compared to what it is outside right now. Yeah, that doesn't make sense. Mm. How can your body temperature not? be uncomfortable at 96 degrees but you walk outside 96 degrees temperature yeah it's misery it ain't good especially in louisiana Mm-mm. that's right what sense does that make so these news stations busted in the event and we're trying to like document or be critical of what we were doing but at the same time like breaking the very rules that we were all held to to yeah. follow i seen them coughing on door handles a couple times yeah <laughs> they call it apparently there's a name for it apparently it's called a super spreader <laughs> Is the that event, what they the were event yes. is what we were at? Really? It's a super spreader? They call it a super spreader. Oh, mm-hmm. that's what the event's called? Well, when when there's a, a large gathering of people and, yeah, just a large gathering of people. Yeah. They call and them the, super spreaders? Yeah, and the possibility to, like, spread the Dude, coronavirus. I'll, I'll be honest with you. I felt safer out there than anywhere. 100%. That's the right. The way they was checking all of us. Oh, yeah, for felt, sure. Having to wear a mask all the time, mm-hmm. everything. Yeah, you mm-hmm. couldn't go, like... Even even like the city was like locked down. Like couldn't go anywhere to eat. Restaurants, like, nothing. Yeah, you couldn't do nothing. Yeah. Except the Chinese restaurant. We got food there several times. Takeout. She was cool. Nah, I remember I asked her if we could uh, sit down and eat at that one booth. Bro, she, she just arm yeah. swiped everything off the table. Like, here? You sit yeah. here? Yeah, yeah. How, yeah. how many? <laughs> yeah, she was a bad she was. Yes. Yeah, I wasn't going to say nothing about oh, it, but yeah. she was definitely The one we cool. ate at the last night? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, the yeah. first time we yeah, went that, in there. That wasn't our first time to eat there. Remember, we was there for two weeks. Yeah, yeah, you're right. He smiled and winked a little bit, bro, and she just arm swept all the menus off that table. Shoop, you see him? <laughs> I think she had a thing for me. She might have. Yeah. <laughs> I know she did. That really did happen. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, really. that's, that's a true story. 100% true story. <laughs> that's funny. So, uh, the big race. Things got a little crazy. Not necessarily for us. It was just a rough day for us. But they, but yeah, we had to work for that one. Yeah. I mean... Looking back at it, yeah, we didn't have a good race. We still finished. Like, I think there's something to be said about that. For sure, for sure. Especially being how many cars entered, like 115 or 120 or something cars entered. And I th- think only like 40 finished. So we finished uh, 34th or 36th or something, which is still, I mean, when you think about it, 
Nothing to brag about. It's nothing to brag not about. Good. No, sir. <laughs> no, so let's be real. We're not going to write home mama. No, 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 no. <laughs> but, but I mean, still finishing. Like, there's 70, 80 other cars that didn't finish. Um, I mean, but, at least we didn't flip in staging for qualifying. Yeah, that ain't no lie. <laughs> but, you know, look, looking back at it, I mean, we couldn't have positioned ourselves any better to, to win. You know, I thought for sure. Oh, like, for sure. Our like, preparedness, the mm-hmm. car, dude, the car, gosh. Yeah, yeah just the homework. You know, we're out there for a week and a half pre-running before the race, running the obstacles forwards, backwards, notes here, there. The time we spent out there last year, I mean, we we definitely were – we couldn't have given ourselves better odds. Mm. Man, and that to me, that's the allure of King of the Hammers. Like, it's one race. You go all in. There's no series where you can have a bad race, and that's your throwout race, and you make right. it out. Dude, it's like – all or nothing. Mm-hmm. It is mm-hmm. the race that's all or nothing. It's because they give such good coverage, man. You can watch the whole video live streaming it. So it brings everybody out. And literally, we don't race any of the Ultra 4 Series during during the year. And it's a great series. And they put on awesome races. But, you know, us, Blurton, Chaney, the Miller Brothers, a lot of other guys come out literally just for that one race. And it's it's all or nothing for the race. So, like, for us to have a little trouble early on, after that, there was literally nothing for us to do except try to race to the front. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Dude, and what had me cracking up is, so Casey Curry qualified, I don't know, 20th or something like that. I don't – do you all know where he – Yeah, somewhere uh, around 20, 22nd. The first time that we stopped, he got by. And so I think, dude, we probably ended up catching him four times. Oh yeah, during, during that race. And so on the race cars, we have that push to pass system. That's the racing tracks, which is really sl- slick. Like you get within a couple hundred feet of people, you hit the button. It gives them a notification on their push to pass to move, and it yeah. says, you know, somebody's trying to pass. You hit OK, they can scoot over. And so typically you do that. Um, but when you're getting close to somebody, like, hey, you step out of the way. And so we started freaking catching Casey Curry. I don't, did we do it the first time? Yeah, we did it the very first time because um, after he got around us, uh, there was, I don't know, a handful of other cars got around us. So, like, we were running up on these cars. We actually nerfed one. You remember nerfing that one car? Yeah. I don't remember who it was. Or Blowed smoke everywhere. We went tire to tire with him. Yeah, we, we nerfed him pretty good. <laughs> but we had we had caught, I don't know, eight or ten cars, and, like, I'd push to pass them, and they when they push theirs, or when, when we push ours, it sends them a notification, right? Right. And then they can push it back. To acknowledge. Kind of acknowledging, mm-hmm. like, all right, I know you're behind me. I'm going to get over whenever I can. So we had, like, we had done that on, like, eight or ten people. And, like, every single one of them got over. We've used it. We use it for Best in the Desert. So super familiar with it. Like, DJ and I know, like, how close to get before um, we push to pass. Because you don't want to do it too far away because then they'll start jackrabbiting. So, like, we always like to do it when we're up on them to where they, they're out of time. Yeah, when like, they I, look in the mirror, they see, like, mm-hmm. all right, I, they're, they're going to scoot over. For sure somebody's here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So we caught um, Casey in a pretty fast, um, like, rocky wash section. And uh, we got – we were approaching, like, the distance to where, like, it's time to, to hit the push to pass. And I think he saw me going to hit it. He's like, don't hit it, don't hit it. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, all right, fine. Uh-huh. And I think he even went as far as – because, like, we were just steady catching him, steady catching him, right? I think he went as far as to, like, back up a little bit and get a, <laughs> and get a run-in start. And I'm, when I tell you we flew by him, dude, we were probably doing 20 or 25 miles an hour faster than him. Oh, man. Like, there wasn't no chance for nothing, just to see a blur out the corner of his eye. He didn't know what happened. No. So did he move in time for y'all to No, the, it was a split line. And oh, okay. so, like, naturally I wasn't going to chase him down. It was rough, too. There was a lot of rocks in the wash that we were in. 
so naturally, like I wasn't going to chase him intentionally down on on that line whenever it's so rough and dusty in there. So when we hit the split line, like it just so happened to be that distance of like, all right, we're fixing to go bumper to bumper, or uh, let me hit this split off. And he went far right. That really wasn't the line. Like it was kind of getting a little out, and so we just blazed down that one and uh and got by him pretty quickly. But then, you know, later on in the race, we it wasn't long after that. Maybe we had a uh, we bent that wheel, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so we jumped out. He got back by again, and that's when like we were getting in the cars and you kind of look at each other, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Because I had my helmet off and like Casey and them were coming through and like we're climbing back in, and you kind of make that eye contact like hey, bro. <laughs> like do the. <laughs> Yeah, bro. Like, we're fixing to be back in and we're coming again. Because we'd already passed him that one time, bro. And when we came by him, like, he was there to try to do well at King the Hammers. We had nothing to lose because we'd had that problem just right out the jump. And so um, we were just hanging it out there, dude. That's how we ended up being in that wheel after we got around him. So he knew, like, D's got nothing to lose. Like, I know what mm-hmm. happens from here. So we jumped back in the car. Took us a little while. We gave up a couple of more positions. Uh, some cars got by. So we took him. Uh, took us a minute to uh, catch back up to Casey. Same thing. See, Casey, like, you catch him in a sweeper and you see the side of the car and you're like, all right, cool, this is him. And I told D, I said, do not touch the horn. Do not. <laughs> do not. Oh, man. Do not uh, touch the push pass. Uh, push do, the pass. Yeah, don't touch the push the pass. We're putting him. Yeah. And so, bro, we come up through there cooking. And I, we really shouldn't have been running that hard in blind dust like that. Mm-hmm. But... I mean, you know how it is. You racing with your buddies, dude. You got to. <laughs> <laughs> and you got don't get me wrong. <laughs> he is, and like Casey ain't no slouch. Like he's no, he a very fast racer, and I think he finished well, like top ten or something. I think yeah. maybe. Yeah. Um. So to do that to him, like goes goes to show, like we were running, like we we didn't have anything to lose, and we were, dude. Like that's why we ended up tearing up quite a bit of stuff up, is because we was just hanging it out there. And don't get me wrong, like Casey, y'all know Casey's our boy, man. Like mm-hmm. me and me and Casey are buddies, so there's no bad blood there, and I would never chance to take him out of the race it was just uh you know gonna be a friendly competition yeah a little friendly competition is all for sure something that he would something that would stick out in his mind that happened during the race was that because he said something uh i heard uh chapman saying something to you about it yeah yeah uh later on that day um i don't remember exactly what he said what what did he say he said that Casey said we came blow, blowing by him like four or five times. Mm-hmm. But, but uh, <laughs> wait, can can you imagine? Can you imagine or picture like Kate, uh, Casey telling a story with how animated he is oh, and, yeah. and all the hand gestures oh, he man. uses? Oh, yeah. Man. But the thing is, Casey would have done the exact same thing to y'all. Oh, 100%. he'd have dished it just as oh, hard. Oh, so. for sure. If he was hanging it out there, yeah, he wouldn't. He wouldn't have thought twice mm-hmm. about it and laughed about it. But it's funny after we after we blow by him that first time. We literally, there was three more times that we chased him down because we had, you know, jumped out with that bent wheel one time. We'd broken a rear axle one time, and I think later on we broke another. No, 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 we gave up a position in the pit when we were changing, mm-hmm. changing the rears again. Mm-hmm. And so um, all all of the next three times, like we were coming up on him full tilt, freaking gapped out. And before we could get within 50 yards of him, Casey pulls off the track. He <laughs> <laughs> was like, no, I'm not He's doing, like, this, I'm not doing this again. <laughs> no, we got so close to him on that first time, and he knew. He knew after that, like when I was climbing in the car and we made that eye contact, like he knew, like, oh, man, I freaking know where this. And he's legitimately tracing, racing, trying to do good at King of the Hammers, mm-hmm, and we yeah. were just hanging it out. And so, you know, he knew, like, bro, I got to get away from these dudes. They're going to have something <laughs> tore up. <laughs> and he, he did hit he did hit that one good liner. He's like, bro, Dustin and them, they passed me four times, but I passed them the fifth time. You know, that's a good point that you brought up. Like, he probably was thinking, like, bro, these dudes are running wild, like, 
let me get as far away from them as possible because I ain't I don't want them trying to tear me up either. Yeah. Have you have you uh have you talked to him since then? No. Did he I say haven't. anything about it? No, I haven't. I figured he would he would have something to say about that. No, I think yeah, I think he knew, and he was racing smarter than we were, dude. Just ah, freaking checkers or wreckers, like you can't help yourself when you get in that position. But uh, we wasn't the only ones that was getting wild and running it to the end. Your boy Ronnie Anderson. Oh my god. <laughs> Your boy was he out Ron- of control, dude. Did you not see what happened to him at the finish line? Oh yeah, I did see that on yeah. the finish line. Yeah, but he had what? What did he have it? A tie rod in break or something? It, it looked like it was already bent before he yeah, jumped. I think it, it looked was like bent. That's what I'm saying. It was so, bent but when he landed, it was son, extra bent. Son, yeah. dude, imagine if that would have been like, uh, because that was a, that jump was a finish line, all right? So yeah. like, literally, I think so it was like a f- podium finish for him. So he that. flipped yeah. over the finish line. Yeah, like imagine if that was like one jump before that. Or no, I, I don't it think it was the, before the finish line. He flipped, and I think you still had to go around that left oh, to correct. get to the finish lines. Because really, I think yeah, I think he had to push the car, oh. or, or no, he kept going or something after he got his bearings. But dude, he had tires pointed every single different direction. Yeah, tires was throwing gang signs. <laughs> <laughs> but he came in hot to that finish, and the tire, like obviously, the cars are pretty clapped out at the end of the King of Hammers, mm-hmm. dude. Like they take a beating, and he was doing pretty well mm-hmm. all day. Like stayed up towards the front. But when he came into uh, the short course area, like right before the finish, he was for sure pigeon-toed. Like his eyes, mm-hmm. his, his car was cross-eyed whenever yeah, it was coming. Yeah, for sure. 100%. That's what it looked like. That's what, I, yeah, that's what I thought. And he hit that last jump, dude, and he came down on the front right, I think, and that tire tucked under. Gone. Man. And it just, he just took a hard left, <laughs> and that yep. thing went to flipping. It was pretty, like, honestly, it was a pretty violent flip. Mm-hmm. I thought so, too. And that was a clean Brand car new. too, yeah. brand, brand, new. brand new car, mm-hmm. yeah. brand new clean car, photo finish, dude, Man. and just yard sailed it at the finish in front of everybody, almost right where that dude yeah. uh, at staging, <laughs> whiskey yeah, dude, whiskey just throwing. real close <laughs> to it. Maybe it was something about that spot. That's, Maybe that's the thing. Bad juju right there. Yeah, for and sure. And if I'm not mistaken, like he was in, and I may be misspeaking, but who cares? We'll just we'll take it as fact. I think yeah, he yeah, was yeah. in third place. Whenever he flipped right there at finish, and he had a little ways to go before he could get his car limped across the finish line, I think Blurton ended up making up enough time to pass him in that last twenty yards or whatever it was. It, it ain't line. far. That's what I heard. I've, I've heard something very similar to that. So I mean, that's a good. It can't be far off of that. The truth. No, thing. and you never let the truth get in the way of a good, good story. story. You yeah, know right. what I mean? So we're yeah. just gonna let that one ride. Yeah, yeah if it's not sure. true, who cares? On paper, Ronnie Anderson was third place, full yard sale. 20 foot from the finish line, we'll suck it in the feet. That's honestly the first that I've heard that he was uh, that he lost a position doing that. But, dude, could you imagine? Mm. Like, podi- uh, podium at KOH. And I don't think he's ever raced that race before. So, man, to go out there and get a podium on your very first race and then to lose it, literally you're looking at the finish line, mm. like right there. <laughs> you can believe I would Talladega Nights. That 100%. Finished, I'm Ricky Bobby uh-huh, that car. Uh-huh. Yeah, on the floor. Oh, no. I would have tore the tracker off of my car. Throwed it. Throw it across the finish line. <laughs> Ran it. <laughs> Ran it across the finish oh line. Oh, my God. Ran it, thrown it, whatever I had to do. I had to pull it off and, yeah. and went I mean, for that. That'd be, that'd be a, a tough one to swallow for sure. Mm-hmm. Or, so, um, like, go ahead. I saw something not too long ago. A dude was trying to finish a uh, stadium super truck. One of those things oh, that Robbie yeah. Gordon does. Oh, yeah. And he went off a jump, took both front tires off, I think. Both rears. Or, I think. or both rears, mm-hmm. yes, and just held it to the floor and kept doing donuts. Until he got far enough down the track to Dude, finish. Dr- I know his For right real? rear was yeah. going. I think his left <laughs> rear was flat, and he was just rolling burnouts. Just donut yeah, after donut. All the way to the finish. Until he got And was progressing down the track like oh, yes, that? Yes, sir. Yeah. Other trucks were jumping and landing and having, like, 
go around him real slow, yeah. go around him real slow. And Not him. Steady spinning. <laughs> Not him. Going for it. Got the finish. I wish we had a uh, a young Jamie to throw that video up so I could see it. That's what Logan's job was supposed to do. Yeah, is find good videos. Be, yeah, which I'm ready. I'll pull it up on my phone right now. Mm. Uh, we can do it. We might can find it in post just yeah. for this. But in our minds, let's just close our eyes and think. About, I'm just kidding. <laughs> let's just think about this. Video. I know what it looks like. I was laughing the whole time. No, nah, I didn't see that video. That is sweet though. Right, them trucks are insane. What they do. Yeah, especially be as small as they are. Them things get down mm-hmm. and land on flat like it's nothing. And they don't donkey kick off those little short jumps. No, like they they'll don't. hit them no, full tap. Sends them mm. flat as a what? Jumps flat as a flitter. That's <laughs> flitter. Yeah, flitter. <laughs> they got the flitter package. Yes. <laughs> but the highlight of the week of uh, King of the Hammers, I think, is finally after six years. How long have we been? How long have we been racing? Since fourteen. That's, I'm not good at math. So seven, seven years. Fifteen. Fifteen. Yeah, well, if fifteen. You want to count mud racing. So let's call six. Well, years. desert racing. Six years. Five years. Let's just round that up, down. Let's just call it five. So in five years, of, five years of racing, we've never entered a pit crew challenge. And I for sure hear you squirrels every time we watch people fumble and mumble with lug nuts and impacts. Say, yeah, bro, we could do it faster than that. We for sure could beat them. So unbeknownst to Manny, Cord, Logan, Dustin, who else was with us? That yeah, it. that was it. That, that was, was it. it. Yeah. That was it as far as the crew. Skeleton crew. I entered y'all into the pit crew challenge yeah. for this year's King of the Hammers. You yeah, did we didn't do that. We didn't know anything about it. Like we knew you had mentioned a couple times that you were gonna MC yeah. uh the pit crew challenge. So we're like, all right, cool. So like we're kind of getting is towards the end of the day and it's kind of getting close to time. It's like thirty minutes. And he's like, all right, I'm going to start getting ready for this. Go MC, walk over here and do this uh, picker challenge. Oh, by the way, I entered y'all in the picker challenge. (laughs) (laughs) I forgot to tell y'all. Literally, we had like dinner come in. We're getting ready. No. Oh, yeah, by the way, y'all are about to go over here and maybe get embarrassed in front of everybody on live TV. Or you might have glory, you know. Dude, what's funny to me is y'all always talk trash or or watching like, yeah, we could do that. And then to see y'all's faces like change whenever I'm like, yeah, y'all have to compete. You're like, oh, man. You could tell. All of a sudden it just got so serious. Lefty, Lucy, or righty, what is it? (laughs) It got got real quick. They were immediately like, bro, if we can't use our impacts, like, I don't want to do it, man. Like, we know our jacks. We know how all that stuff works. Like, (laughs) I don't want to do it if we can't use our tools. There were just so many questions. <laughs> like, all right, we're, we're going to be on stage in front of everybody. That's a lot of pressure. Yeah. Like, let's start answering some questions. Are we using our car, their car, our tools, their tools? What are we doing? What's the order? How many people? Yeah. Like, this is some stuff we need to know. We only got 30 minutes. Do we get to prep, rehearse? <laughs> yes. do, we, do we get some dry runs? Like, come on, fill me in. Like, is it real fuel or is it water? Do we yeah. got to do the whole thing? The, yeah. the we didn't jack. know. Like, we had no idea. this jack? We had no idea. The way the pit crew challenge, we, and we found out afterwards, the way it worked is, you know, you start from a starting line. Both teams, you're, you're racing at the same time, racing another team, another UTV team. Yeah. Start side by side. You run to the opposite side of the car. They have impacts set out for you, right? You jack the car up with a Pro Eagle jack. Take the lug nuts off. Set the tire face down on the ground. Pick it up. Put it back on. Tighten all the lug nuts. Drop the car. Put the jack back. And then you have to take. Uh, it was a big, a big jug. Like it was ten gallons worth of. It was supposed to be water, 10 gallons. But, yeah, yeah, but it was equivalent to using a a, a fast fill can and a dry break with ten gallons of water. Right. When you're done filling, you run back. And it sounds simple, but like when you get in the heat of moment, or like when we're watching, because we ran last in the in the UTV team challenge. Like uh, when you're watching, you're like, dude, that's man. There's a lot going on there, a lot of moving parts. Because you got to. Mm-hmm. 
jack the car up with like a regular floor barrier jack. So you see those dudes just frantic pumping their arms, trying to get it up, and they're short stroking it. So the jack's not really getting any stretch on it, yeah. dude. And you're just like, calm it down. You know, what was crazy is before it even started, you know, it was we, we went in there thinking it was going to be us four doing the mm-hmm. challenge. So we're like, all right, we, you know, we got this. We're a team. We can figure it out. And mm-hmm. one shorts, the other pick up. You know, we're good. And right before it started, they're like, oh, it's only three, y'all. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, no, that takes away the team. Turned yeah. it upside down on us. <laughs> and, and DH was quick to say, I- I'm good. I'll yeah. sit this one out. Yeah. DH was <laughs> like, y'all doing it. Yeah. <laughs> like, that was Solve that problem. Like, we were trying to figure out who's going to do what. Like, I had already, I already had it figured out. All right, Logan's doing this. Cord's doing that. Cord and Logan are both doing this. Like, I had, already fi- I had it figured out already. Yeah, he yeah. had it figured out real quick to get out of there. That's why I was about to say, like, man, you, you're the crew chief for all of the race stuff. Did you, when you figured out that we were doing the crew uh, pit crew challenge, and you kind of know, like, okay, you got to take the lug nuts off, like, you take a tire off, you swap a tire one. Did you start putting together a game plan of like, this is how we're going to do it? Like, we're going to do it methodically. This is what we're going through. We were trying to strategize, man, and we were looking at the other teams doing it, and you know, the Wellers came out there, and they seemed like super organized and mm-hmm. like had a, a good game plan where they want to put the jack and everything, and. Other guys were just like, oh, we'll, we'll see what happens, you know? Yeah, so. yeah. Manny, Manny had a game plan for sure. Like, he knew where he wanted to jack the car up. Because uh-huh. some, some people were doing jacking up the uh, the A-arms versus the frame. Like, like Manny was like, all right, you're, you're running the jack, and you're jacking it up here. And, like, everybody had their role, and it was the, pretty, re- the rest is history. It was pretty worked flawless, out. minus one lug nut. We took the droop out of the car, so that took all the suspension out of it. Yeah. So it only took, what? Three pumps, four Man, pumps. Cord had the thing up so fast. He did, bro. I could not believe it. I don't know what I don't know what Cord's doing in his life, but bro, he was full long stroking <laughs> yes. top to bottom. Bro, get he, that bro. jack up. He's Cord's a little a little unassuming, but he got some freaking Popeye arms. Yeah, oh, yeah. he'll hustle. Yeah, yeah, and he got that thing up there so quick and got the car up so fast. For as fast as us to be able to get over there, pop lug nuts off because I was NASCAR in those lug nuts, it, and there was no resistance whenever Manny pulled the top of the tire like it. Pulled flop back up that fast. So Cord had that thing in the air, at, what, three seconds, five seconds? It was super and it was fast. off the ground. But to put it in perspective, like several teams had gone before us. So we were one of the very last. I think we were the next to the last uh, team to go. And do you remember the times of some of the other teams? Like I think there was like a 128. There was a 120-something, 115, 116. Yeah. And then I think the fastest before us was 111 or 112. Yeah. Yeah, so um, was that 111 seconds or a minute 11 seconds? What, what, what were they saying? One twelve? Did they mean one minute 11? I really knows? don't know at this point. You know, who knows? But I, I think I know where you're going. Like everybody, it had all, been 100. It had to been 111. Yeah, probably. Yeah, so. like 90 seconds. Yeah, probably yeah. seemed yeah. like one one or two minutes. But everybody that went multiple times got faster on their second run. Yeah, like, that's true. We, we only went one time. That's right. right. That's right. And I guess maybe they saved us for the finale because the team we went against had gone had gone once before. And yeah, they went head-to-head head with uh, Wellers or, yeah. mm-hmm. or something. Yeah, and I think it was uh, like Blake Wilkie and – do you um, remember the guy that was – Jacob uh, Versailles? Dude, that super thing? nice Versailles? guy. I mean, yeah, such super, a cool mm-hmm. guy. But cool it, guy. it almost kind of puts you at a disadvantage, right? Because, like, they already had one chance to go at it. They knew the tools. They knew the jack. Yeah. <laughs> they knew the speed of everything. Like, yeah. So the like, weight of the gas. The weight mm-hmm. of the water. Yeah, so they probably yeah. had a game plan to begin with and probably honed it in a little bit on their second run. Right. Yeah, Whereas sure. we're going in dry, no lube, you know what I mean? All blind. So, <laughs> yeah. So we were, I kind of know. We were, we were at a disadvantage. <laughs> and I'll be dead gum. Boys, boys came through, so the 
Next fastest time was the 111, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And my boys brought the freaking heat. <laughs> <laughs> the picker challenge. What was your times? 48, 48 seconds. seconds. Oh, Woo! my God. Song. Yeah, seconds. We're rolling. And we had more water in our jug than they did. Because I was like. <laughs> Dude, he was over there picking up their jugs. and like it, We did. We had like we uh, had nine, nine gallons. gallons and they had, like had seven. seven. Yeah. Oh, man. Dude, so, go ahead. Oh. It had to have been. I saw him backtracking. It had to have been one minute and 11 seconds because if we did it in 48 seconds, it couldn't have been 111 seconds. So <laughs> Yeah, it was, it was 111, like one minute, four, 11 seconds, but who cares about that? Well, I mean, it was almost like showcase showdown, like going and get the list of like all that we won. Yeah, <laughs> it was, dude. Yeah, it was a very impressive list. Do you, you remember? I mean? Do you remember everything it was? Uh, so, first of all, to sum it up, like we ended up winning S3. First yeah, pick, yeah. we went out, Grand Slam, home run, undefeated, but we're hanging up, retiring yeah. on top. <laughs> Boys win the pick crew challenge. There's really no need for us to ever do it yeah. again. Yeah, we're good. Not retiring anymore. And after that, I tried to challenge the 4,400 pit crew. They didn't want For them. double or nothing. They didn't want Winner them. take all the prizes. I they were put, like, oh, no, we got more lug nuts. I was like, we'll do two tires. I'd, like, put no, our, no. I'd have put our X3 on the line for that. I'd have I mean, made them pink. I would have ran for pink slips. Yeah. Can you blame them after seeing that blazing time y'all put down? No, I wouldn't want to do it either. Because oh. they were slow. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. They didn't want none. Manny, do you remember what all? Let's just give everybody a shout out that basically sponsors our race team now. <laughs> our, our pit crew sponsors yeah, the yeah, crew. Yeah, yeah. Uh, for sure, Pro Eagle, man. That was the, the big thing. Uh, two Pro Eagle Jacks. Dude, the good ones, too, like yeah. the big dogs. Yeah, the big like the ones, ones that we use. Yes. The, nice the one jacks. that we already have. We got two more of those. Uh, the Pelican... Pelican, Pelican case, box. yeah, that was box. Sweet. That's a really sweet box. That was slam full of beef jerky. Yeah. What brand? What brand? Uh, Baja beef Baja jerky. jerky. Baja, Baja jerky. Baja so jerky. good. I've been munching on that all week. I seen you and Hubert eating both eating. Hey, yeah, yesterday. I was about to say, where was y'all getting all that Baja jerky in the shop? Hey, I heard that guy say something about a year supply or something. So I mean, we're not taking it light. And I mean, if you hear it on checkers or records, it's pretty well fact. Ronnie Anderson <laughs> with third place before the crash. Baja jerky years worse. That's so. right. They did That's say right. that. They did? Oh, yeah. I don't know if that's going to happen. No, it will. It, well, we said it now, so it's going to happen. Yeah, yeah. yeah, we call him out. He definitely said that. For <laughs> sure, said, I heard If it. y'all need any on the way to your races, just call us. And I'm like, y'all don't know remember how much that. these dudes eat. But remember that. Okay. Yeah, remember. I don't know if you realize it's like 10 people in a truck <laughs> going, uh, no. going 20 hours. No, because you know? yeah, he bumped me as soon as he told us. He's like, hey, bro, is that big dark-headed dude? Is he on y'all's team? <laughs> <laughs> I said, oh, yeah, that's Manny Fresh. <laughs> Ours, ours, uh, not a year, six months. Yeah, six months worth. <laughs> Just on the way to the races, not not the other time. Yeah. So they have Pro Eagle Jacks, that sweet Pelican box. Um, uh, Boxo supplied a uh, tool bag that's full of sweet tools. Dude, really? Mm-hmm. Oh, it I is decked that. out. It's black. It looks like a briefcase. It's nice. Um, it's got some nice tools up in there. Yeah, really sure. sweet tool kit. That's a kit that we need to take to Baja whenever we go down there. <laughs> so we're trying to look, knock lug nuts off with rocks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, super sweet. Yeah. Um, buggy whips. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. that dude. And dude, he was cool uh, enough. Like, I think they gave us like two or maybe four or something like that. And he was like, man, just tell me whatever you want for your whole team. But mm-hmm. they're those sweet light up LED whips that you put on your side by side. Man, that dude was freaking super cool, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, uh, Pro Tank, the CO2 oh, Pro yeah. Tank, pa- the big I think one. It was Power Tank. Power Tank, yeah. Power, Power tank. tank, I'm sorry. Power Tank. Yeah. yeah. The ones That's that we actually used in the challenge, they said. Yep. Mm-hmm. So that was a little bit set up, too. Yeah. There was more there was more stuff, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, um, HCR oh, suspension. Yeah. Oh, that's right. I forgot about that. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. I mean, might as well claim, claim that. It's, like it's in there. It's yeah. in the package. Yeah. Um, there was a suspension with it? No. Like a $1,500 off. 
HDR system. Oh, yeah, let's mm. buy that and put it on eBay. <laughs> <laughs> what else? Seems like it was more. There was um, some dry box cases inside for like your uh, phone and stuff pelican pelican stuff uh, uh, the, head, pelican. the lights oh, yeah. yeah yep headlamps head yeah yeah head you lamps, was using are... one that night wasn't you? for cooking absolutely it worked Dude, right? i already know manny was that little kid on christmas morning that put all of his clothes on as soon as he unwrapped everyone of his shirts <laughs> he yeah. would be wearing all his shirts at the same time oh, man. mom i can't fit both these pair of shoes on <laughs> Dude, we wrecked Oh mm-hmm. well, uh, well at the pit crew challenge. Yeah, let's be time? clear. Just at the pit crew, just yeah, at the pit crew yeah. challenge, we racked up at the pit crew challenge, <laughs> yeah. and we needed all the stuff for the race. Yeah, that ain't no yeah. lie. We got good use out of the tools, out of the tank, what? out of the jacks. Do y'all remember when it was one of those buggies, one of the open wheel buggies they were doing? It was one of the very first. Uh, pit crew challenges when he backed up and smashed into Willer's car, oh, their oh, race dude. car. Oh man! Oh I yeah! I literally would have cried because I saw the whole thing happening, and I saw him backing up and he's full lock to the left, looking over his left shoulder, oh. and Jason's car is over here behind him to the right, and he's just going and then he stops and you hear him wrap it, and as soon as he wraps it, the whole front of the car picks up and Jason's car starts you know shifting over to the mm-hmm. side, and I was just like, and dude, that wasn't their pre runner. No, no, that was, that, the was, race that, was car. The, that was the car race they had car. to race. What was it like? One or two days before the race? Like I, I, we were there so long. I don't have a good concept. What was that like Tuesday night? And that was uh, and Thursday we'll, was the race. Yeah, so a day and a half. So they had one day. Well, just one day. They just had Wednesday mm-hmm. to get back going, which dude would put my anxiety through the roof. Because what ended up happening is when that uh, forty four hundred truck backed into it, it snatched the wheel full lock and tore up his power steering unit. Like the dude hit it hard enough to. Oh, it did? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I, didn't, I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, because he messaged me in the middle of the night. He was like, dude, we're trying to get this thing going. Do y'all have a spare power steering unit? But, dude, like his car was done, cleaned, prepped, ready for racing, and then have to put a power steering unit in that thing. Man. Jesus. Can you imagine that, that stress level when you think everything's done and you're just trying to chill out and have a little fun? Yeah. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, bam, you got to work on your on your car mm, again. That he, is not a good feeling. Mm-mm. After he got in and moved it, this was like maybe 10 minutes later. He came and asked me what it was while you were um, still emceeing. He was like, "Hey man, when that that car hit me, he's like, now my power steering don't work, and like I think he said there was like an engine code or something. So I was like, all right, do this, put it in buds, you know, uh, recalibrate the the power steering. I was like, that probably should fix it, but worst case scenario, like your power steering unit is mm, ruined, mm. and like you might have to swap it. Mm-hmm. He's like, all right, I'm gonna go put buds on it. Sure enough, yeah, sure enough, ruined his power steering. Mm. That poor dude. Mm. That'd be tough. Tough start to uh, before the race, man. It always puts that little doubt in your mind. Like, did it hurt anything else? Did it tear up the steering shaft? Is there anything like could be wrong with this thing? So. And it's not like forty four hundred cars. A small car. What were those? Thirty mm-hmm. sevens, forties, yeah. forty two yeah. something. I don't yeah. even know what size tires they were. But they're at least forties. I mean, they're humongous. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A, I mean, it almost went up on top of Jason's hood. Yeah. We hit it so hard, so yeah, definitely just, not good. Uh, grave digger style <laughs> <laughs> again. Round, round two straight grave digger. Golly, dude. Mm. Should we uh, should we tell everybody about y'all's uh, trailing arm fix? What? Oh, that poor trailing arm. Just that trailing arm, y'all fixed. I didn't really see nothing wrong with it. I don't know why we had to fix them. Mm-mm. Them things was in good shape. I thought, considering what we put them through and where they have been multiple times, like they did pretty good. Mm. They did pretty dang good. 
for a long time. That's three years. They didn't arrive in mint condition, that's for sure. No, sir. No, they was already beat up. We really didn't have no business driving that car in the shape that it was in. (laughs) (laughs) Let's be honest. I can't believe it lasted as long as it did. What, y'all pre-run for a week and a half before that happened? Mm -hmm. Because y'all did that on Tuesday or Wednesday. Yeah. Dude, that thing was straight paper clipping. That trailing arm was just flexed so many times. It was almost split in half, and we tried to weld it back. With that old Cracker Jack wheel. <laughs> With a uh, cut, uh, dissected drive shaft. Yes. Uh, shout out to our sponsor, Austin Wheeling, for providing that 110 Cracker Jack welder. Shout out to Hunter Miller for providing the drive shaft that we cut in half and scabbed over the top. Yeah. But tonight, there's a celebration, boys. Manny, because you're the crew chief, you put together the plan, you made the win happen for the pit crew challenge. We brought in our boy, Hubert Rowland, all the way from Tennessee to bring you the World Dang. Championship belt. Putting it down. Man. 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 Don't really like giving it up, but to a fellow mechanic, <laughs> <laughs> we'll let it ride, buddy. We'll let it ride. Man, man. man. Oh, man. I'm aware of Just don't let these guys get it back. <laughs> I'm mainly going to try to hold on to that one. They're going to have to arm wrestle me for it. Ooh. Don't worry. We'll hold it on for a little bit. I'm yeah, he, out there. Yeah, yeah he's going to have it from now on, I guess. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna be this honest with y'all. Got some weight to it. Oh, bro, oh. that ain't no that ain't no chump belt, cuz. And don't be leaving that in the back of the shop on the ground or nothing. Either. Yeah, right. that one's made of blood diamonds too. Because when I get it next time, I don't want to scratch up and stuff. That guy. I'm gonna be honest, Logan. You're gonna have to bring the heat if you if you got it if you want top manny's. I know. To be honest, I thought it was coming to me. <laughs> what did you do? Like I led the pit crew. You know what I mean? Like what Manny, did you do that made you think you was gonna get the belt? Manny was over here worried about the pit crew. He's like, Look, what you do mean you worried? have it? Are you sure you can do the lug nuts? I'm like, bro. Who who couldn't get the last lug nut on? That was different. Manny was in my waist. <laughs> look, look. <laughs> Manny's over here trying to hit the lug nuts back on, which wasn't part of the plan. That was impromptu. Cause he put and the I'm gun trying down. <laughs> I had to put the lug he nuts on. He abandoned the plan. Oh, anyway, man. I'm trying to screw the lug nuts on, and Manny is stabbing me in the side of the hand <laughs> with the freaking impact. I'm like, he's like, just put it, put it on there. I'm like, Manny, it's not on. Uh-huh. Oh, all right, bro. All right. <laughs> and I finally switch hands and get it on there, and he's. Meow. Bro, I saw you pick up that that uh that fuel jug with them old limp purse arms. <laughs> Bro, Manny said, <laughs> trying to run Logan. with 10 gallons. He said, Logan, can you pick the fuel up? I was like, I don't know, maybe. <laughs> but I know I could run to the fuel faster than you can. So I'm picking it up. Bro, we wasn't playing tag, freeze tag. You didn't run over there and touch the jug. Like you had to drag it with you. Yeah, it was run and pivot and just drag it with all I had. 10 gallons is freaking Dude, heavy. 80 pounds it, o- it, overhead. It, it's heavy. Like it's no joke. Speaking like everybody of, struggled with that. Speaking of, the second the second thing Manny just needs to take the belt for is Kim. Can we agree that Manny's got wheels? Can we agree that Manny can run? Did you go rolling with him that night? Yes. He fast. Can you tell them the story oh, about yeah. whenever y'all went rolling? Surprisingly the fast. Way. When y'all went yeah. rolling paper. Oh, paper. man. So, I don't know. It's probably been two or three years ago. But Dustin's older brother, Landon, calls calls me, and it's like 9 or 10 o'clock at night. Like, it's pretty late. I'm like, oh, he don't normally call me very often, so I thought it was kind of weird. I was like, all right, he must need something, so I'll answer it. Answer it, uh, answer it and he's like, it's like, hey, Dustin. I'm like, hey, hey, what's up, Landon? He's like, I need you to do me a big favor. I was like, all right, what? And apparently it was his wife's birthday. So, like, it was his wife and, like, Logan's wife and, like, y'all's mom and, yeah. like, a bunch of girlfriends. girlfriends. We're all having like a slumber party slash game night type event at uh 
at their house. He's like, I need y'all to go over there, and I and I want y'all to roll roll the house. But to preface that, it wasn't his house. It was his mother-in-law's house. Yeah, it was somebody else's house. Yeah, yeah. In this packed neighborhood, like there was people everywhere. Because I would never tell them to roll my own house. And it's, right. like, <laughs> and it's only nine or ten at night. Like it's not super late. And it's in a like wall-to-wall neighborhood. Mm-hmm. People out walking on the sidewalks. And stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah. I was like, all right, cool. No problem. We'll do it. So me, Manny, and Josh start. Would, there wasn't no questions asked. It wasn't like, oh, man, like, I mean, whose is? It was like. Cool. Who's, no, whose we, truck you want to yeah, take? We was immediately trying to figure out how much toilet paper we had at the house. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Or if we was going to have to go get some. <laughs> yeah, it was like, it was like, all right, Landon, we'll do that. Ain't no problem. Send me the address, and we'll send you some videos. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, this, is a, this is the kind of friends you want to hide a body with. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, that don't even ask questions, uh-uh. that, that agree to do what you ain't even asked them to do, exactly. to do yet. Are we taking your truck or talking mine? <laughs> you don't even know what you're about to do, but you already agree to it. So we agreed to it, and me, Manny, and Josh jump in the truck. I think with all the toilet paper that we had, like er- everything in the house minus maybe like one roll, I don't know. <laughs> so we go and we like we're like casing the joint, right? Like we do we do a couple drive-bys and just kind of see <laughs> what's going on, try to get a feel for the vibe. And we park like we ain't no dummies, so like we parked like two blocks over, right? And we're like, we're going to walk up there. We were all in all black, had like ski masks on. <laughs> Even though the whole neighborhood's a little. I know. Yeah. Street yeah. lights Street everywhere. Right. Like a nice upscale neighborhood. Like, I'm surprised nobody called the cops for us just walking down the road. <laughs> so we walk up to the house. And uh, like, there was a couple windows in the front where you could like see and hear. Like, they were like carrying, carrying on Women inside. Talking. Yeah. And yeah. I think, I think there were some. A few of them, like, outside in the back. Like, you could hear them talking, and, like, there was a, a, a bunch going on. So, like, we just commenced to just slinging, slinging paper, uh, toilet paper everywhere. The the front door, the bushes, the mailbox, everywhere. Y'all was rubbing peanut butter under their door handles, their cars. <laughs> Man, like, <laughs> like, we did wrap the whole Tahoe, wrapped it around. Yeah, we, we did some of the vehicles, too. We were directly in front of the house. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, and directly in front of the front door. Yeah. And, like, mid-roll, somebody came outside came out the front door. And caught y'all. They didn't catch us, but, like, they, because they weren't suspecting anything, right? But, like, as soon as we, like, hear that door crack, like, we take off freaking <laughs> running, like, like, full sprint as fast as we can go. And it's you, Josh, and Manny. And Manny. Just the three of y'all. Yeah, and, I mean, ain't none of us triathlon mm. none of us marathon racers mm. but i'll be dang guess who the first one back at the truck was <laughs> manny <laughs> right he put it into overdrive <laughs> I, don't, y'all up I don't know right if he just got y'all. i don't know if he just got experience running away from yeah, he sketchy been, situations <laughs> <laughs> he has had to run in his lifetime huh i knew he i was, just didn't need to be the last one that's all i knew <laughs> yeah yeah he, he was the first one be the last one surprisingly fast yeah. Very fast. I got them wheels. My boy Manny just it, turning and burning on him. I had to go. Did you know you could do that? I mean, was, I ain't never been up against D and nothing, but. But you knew you'd be bringing Smeet? I just knew I wasn't going to be the last one. Yeah. <laughs> he was the first one back at the truck. So. Wasn't worried about his boys back there if they got called or nothing. Uh-uh. Oh, they said run. I was running. <laughs> <laughs> so, moral of that story is think twice before you challenge Manny Fresh to a foot race. Because mm-hmm. he's winning pit crew challenges. We'll see. And he's winning foot races. And We're taking, doing that. And take, winning the pound-for-pound pound belt. 
So just know. I don't know what I'm going to do with this. Just thing. know <laughs> you got that target on your back now. Believe that. That's all right. You got, Come on. You got a squad coming after you. Because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm trying to, I'm already trying to figure out what I can trying get. Trying to get, get it that, back? Yeah, how I can get that back. <laughs> and don't be wearing that lightly. You know what I mean? That thing carries some street cred, okay? All right. Sometimes I, you got to. I can represent. Sometimes you just got to tell people that you got freedom of the press. <laughs> you need this vest, too? <laughs> you can you do want, what you, you want. want this? I might just go nuke tomorrow and wear it inside nukes. Because <laughs> <laughs> we can eat inside here. Uh-huh. I know, right? Mm-hmm. All right. So that's it, boys. King of the Hammers, Checkers, or Wreckers. Wrapping it up, Manny Fresh taking home tonight. So, yeah, I don't remember how. How are we supposed to exit? I don't remember. What are we supposed to say? Josh doesn't know either. Yeah, what did I? What did I say on the other? You want me to do this just like a um, a builder bus? Yeah. You you check want, out more you checkers records. Hey, if you want to check out more checkers records, visit our YouTube page. Hit us up on Spotify, Apple Play. Jump on the website s3powersports.com. That's about it. Any, anything else? Nope. I'm good. I'm going home. It's freezing. All right, Huber, get in here and let's get a picture with Manny because you had to hand the bell. Help scare money, don't make money.